Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Uh, hectic and busy. Yes. But that's just Christmas, so... It is that time of year, and a couple of programming notes to start off. Yes, we're heading into the holidays. This is our last episode of 2021. Um... We'll be back in the new year, of course, and we have a whole episode here for you to, it's not just a 30 second, you know, okay, we're done. Yeah, we're, we have a full, you know, uh, well, I don't, we don't have a full episode. We have a half episode because we're not going to be doing our Fire Emblem Warriors special discussion this week. We wanted to get some more time with it because uh, we hadn't played a lot of the Shadow Dragons plus Lin content. So we're going to come back with that in the new year, but some great news about our Extra Life campaign. Uh, we got a new donation. We got $25 from Summoner's Call fan. Thank you so much for your donation. Did not note whether he or she had a, a favorite game for us to play uh, for Game Club, but it has brought us closer to our Tokyo Mirage Sessions Game Club uh, donation goal. We are only $85 away from playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions for Game Club in 2022. And uh, donations close December 31st. If you want to donate, go to bit.ly slash extra life Ryan. We'll have some more details at the end of the show. But that's our update. We got 25 bucks uh, closer towards that goal. So thank you so much, Summoner's Call fan. And uh, we really appreciate the support. Now, Eddie, it's been hectic. I understand, but I see a wall of text here. I know you've done some summoning. The banner's running right now. Uh, is the there's a weekly revival banner going on right now? I did not confirm whether it was uh, actually 42. When are we? When are we? When are those numbers rolling over? Wasn't there supposed to be a change to that? Uh, this was weekly revival banner one. I'm not sure where 42 came from. That's not coming out till next August. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the 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 problem I had was I just increased the number and. I'm usually pretty good at coming back in here and fixing this. But yes, it's Weekly Revival Banner 1. You've got Book 6 Begins, Ash and Moore going until the 23rd. Tempest Trials going into the 25th. Heroes with Push Skills going into the 26th. And our new banner that we're going to discuss today, Winter Dreamland going until the 15th of January. Now, Eddie, how did your summoning go? Well, uh, this is, of course, a special Heroes banner, so I... Have my intense gotta catch them all. Uh, last week was an abnormal one where I did manage to catch them all. I don't have shifted a little bit away from doing that on the normal banners, uh, but I did have kind of weird luck on this banner. Uh, I got a four star boost and pity rake leading up to the first spark. Uh, by the time I reached it, I had only gotten a four star Manuela that was a focus unit. I uh, used the spark on Arter, kept summoning on red to either get a 5-star Manuela or see how close to plus 10-ing her I could get uh, before I ended up stopping. Uh, with various 4-star boosts and pity breaks, I did manage to get Winter Lysithia uh, and a few more 4-star Manuelas on the way to the second spark, which I used to grab Mirabilis. I decided I was close enough to plus 10-ing Manuela that I would go ahead and See if I could get there by the third spark on the banner, since they gave us three for this one. And uh, manage it shortly, I think, after I sparked her. Uh, clearing the extra pity rate with a spare Lysithia, or the pity rate there. Um, along the way, I got a good haul, including many four-star boosts and a few pity breaks. Uh, not sure which was which. 
Uh, but among them, I got Ewan Constance, who was new to me. I didn't get her in her original banner. Ryoma, Sigbert, Brave Celica, Young Tiki, Ival, Levitane, Percival, Mist, Lilith, and Olwyn. So, got a pretty ha- good haul. I'm pretty sure a decent number of them were four-star boosts. But I forgot to jot them down as I got them, so I don't remember exactly who was a boost and who was a pity break. I don't think there were that many pity breaks. That's good. Sounds like a really good haul. And, uh, you know, yeah. for me, I didn't do a lot of summoning. I, uh, I ended up using, I ended up just kind of diving in a little bit. As I said, it was a busy sort of week. So, but I did kind of like, okay, I'm going to go until I, I hit, I get somebody. And, uh, honestly on my third or fourth summon, I got a five star man, Manuela, you know, and I know that she is a four star, but no, I, um, Eddie corrected me. He he's like, "Oh, did you get did you get a four or five star?" I was like, "Oh, that's right. She's the four star." So yeah, I got a five star on my like third or fourth summon. I have not gone back in yet. I'm kind of sitting at like a hundred orbs, and I'm kind of contemplating like, there's probably gonna be like a New Year's celebration that gives us some free tickets, so I might use my orbs there. I think there's also usually a Christmas celebration too. So. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's the other weird part is that that. Christmas celebration usually arrives late after the banner arrives, so it's kind of like halfway through. We should be getting it in the next couple of days, I assume. I mean, usually, I mean, I guess Christmas is usually less of a celebration. They leave that till New Year's, and Christmas is just a bunch of gifts they give us. Mm-hmm. Usually, summon tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is ringing some bells. I think we usually get like five summon tickets, and sometimes that can be data mined. I, I have not. I've kind of like. My 2021 resolution was to try to like cut down on a lot of the extra social media, and one of those, uh, one of those was was Reddit that got knocked off the list. So I have not been. Usually, that's where I'd see all the data mining is in the uh, Fire Emblem Heroes subreddit. Uh, so I I don't know if those have been data mined, but I remember last year there was like some weird extra tickets that were data mined. Um, but I don't know. I have no idea. So Lysithi and Loot have taken over the Fate Twitter. They saw that, yeah. So that's probably where we're going to end up getting those, you know, that's usually when they announce those bonuses like that. There's no listing of um, bonus tickets for it, so we may or may not see it. Yeah. Or we may get book six bonus tickets, because that has a number on there. usually indicates there's going to be multiple banners with bonus tickets before it goes away. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to hearing sort of, I mean, as we mentioned, we don't have an episode next week, so our upcoming events is going to be a little bit of a a larger list, but a lot of fun stuff coming to the game. Yep. Um, among, uh, uh, since like you mentioned, we aren't going to be back until after the new year. There's quite a lot of things going on before we return. Quick reminder, reset is 2 a.m. Eastern time zone. Uh, starting days and base are based on that. So if you're in, uh, Pacific, uh, you know, U.S. Pacific, it's going to be 11 a.m. your time, so a day earlier for you. Uh, but this is, a, like I said, this is the last episode of here the year. Uh, we have uh, the Gifts of Winter special banner, re- special hero banner revival starting tomorrow on the 21st, followed by a voting gauntlet login bonus on the 22nd for the voting gauntlet starting up on the 26th. We have a Grand Hero Battle revival for Dethorba starting on... Uh, the same day as the Winter's Envoy Special Heroes Battle Revival, both of those starting on the 23rd, 
followed by the next legendary hero on the 24th, uh, along with uh, both the glorious gift. Blah, blah. Sorry, I'll learn how to talk, maybe. Uh, starting along with the next legendary hero and the battles that go with it, all start on the same day as the glorious gift. And festive miracle special hero battle revivals on Christmas Eve. Game day takes Christmas Day off and comes back on the 26th with that voting gauntlet that I mentioned previously. Uh, before a new skill banner for dual skills and colorless hostiles quests come in on the 27th. 28th brings us the login bonus and banner for the New Year's Tempest trial. And the 29th has a New Year's has the New Year's Hero Revival along with its uh Forging Bonds for Forces of Will, or it's the New Heroes Revival. It's the New Heroes banner coming back. Shannon and Gatry get a new band hero battle and a banner to go with it starting on the 30th. Uh, once again, they take a break on New Year's Eve and come back New Year's Day with the uh, new set of special heroes uh, and the login bonus with them, a New Year's celebration, and the special hero battle revival for the Omega New Year Special Heroes New Year's banner. We wind down the calendar before we end up returning on the 3rd with a set of Sword Arts quests on the 2nd. Good stuff. Sounds like we'll be busy over the holidays as we prepare for some new special heroes and and all that fun stuff. Uh, But uh, what we're going to talk about right now in the topic is our new special heroes for Christmas, the holidays. We have Winter Dreamland happening right now. Uh, you've got the Three Houses once again dons the holiday garb, joined by a Fey original and a few sacred stones for good measure. It's that time of year, so tuck in as we welcome the latest batch of gift wrap special heroes. And as a special bonus, Fey is allowing us to spark up to three times on the banner, so maybe that's the holiday gift we're getting. It's, we get to spend more orbs on this banner to get some free heroes. I personally think the spark should be on every special heroes banner, not necessarily all, like, three sparks but at least one so it is nice that uh that spark is there for for those that are that are looking to use it um yeah so eddie without further ado let's kick things off with our tour first here on the banner is arthur the silver saint hailing from renee this young monk joins heroes as a green tome armored unit he wields the snow globe plus which if he is within two spaces of an ally he gets attack resistance plus five and a bonus to Attack resistance during combat equal to double any penalty on that stat. Each attack calculated separately. He has a new range savior skill in D, uh, DR far save 3, granting him savior when allies within two spaces get attacked by a bow, dagger, magic, or staff. Uh, if he triggers savior, but uh, he gets defense and resistance plus 4 during combat. He has no other new skills, but does come with, come with iceberg and odd follow-up. So nice. And for those who don't remember, Savior is the keyword that has you jump in front of an attack based on when it triggers. Yeah, I do love that new that new ability. That was this year, I believe. It was the Yep, it was Valentine's was the first time we got it with uh Mama and Papa Asker having it. Yeah. I really love it. I do I do love that effect. It's really cool to see. Um you know, I gotta say, like, some of my favorite special heroes come out around the holidays, like, they've got the very, you know, Santa feel with, like, the cape and the hat, and uh, the snow globe is a really nice touch. I don't know if there's a significance to, like, the... Oh, that that's a dragon in the snow globe, is it not? 
Kind of looks like a dragon. Um, um, very possible. I'd have to pull up his pictures to verify. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Sacred Stones making an appearance. And I, I remember our tour from our playthrough. I remember uh, him coming out. At, at least you do. Yeah, I do. I don't really remember him much. So Now, mind you, I can't remember if he is uh, Erica or or if he kind of is around for the whole thing. Uh, I, I can't remember. But I, I, I recognize him for sure. So it's nice to see him get added to the game. And, and again, like I said, I really love the holiday feel of of the characters i was looking up the picture of him and yeah it looks like a little snow dragon yeah design inside the snow globe like a fey dragon so that's a nice touch i really liked it i know sacred stones has a lot of actually now i can't remember if sacred stones has like a dragon feel to it wasn't it more about either way it's fine it's fine i uh... believe like almost every fire emblem the bad guy manipulating uh, Leon in the game is a dragon. But. True, there it's always a dragon. Fire Emblem, it's always a dragon. Uh, let's look at the next hero, which is a harmonized duo hero with Lysithia and Loot, gifted students. Uh, Lysithia comes from Fodlin's uh, Light Lyster. No, I did it wrong, Eddie. Did I do it wrong? Lester. Lester. <laughs> Lester. Yes, it's one of those weird British words that is spelled completely different from how you pronounce it. Extra words and yeah. or extra syllables written out that aren't pronounced. Yeah, they don't pronounce the E-I-C in their words. They just skip right over it and they go straight from Leicester to Leicester. So, Lester. What was it? Man, this is brutal. Um, it's Lester, right? That's what you said? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, and you know what? This will be the last time this year that we make this mistake, so look forward to that in the new year. Lysithia comes from Fodlin's Leicester Alliance, while Loot hails from Megvel, a continent in a whole other world. Both are precocious geniuses, and they've broken down the walls between worlds to attend the Winter Festival together. Lysithia and Loot are a harmonic duo colorless tome cavalry unit, wielding sweet Yule Log, which accelerates special trigger cooldown count minus one start of combat. If units HP is greater than or equal to 25% unit gains attack slash speed plus six during combat. If unit initiates combat and units HP is greater than or equal to 25% grants the following effects based on units speed, uh, unit speed minus foe speed. If difference is greater than or equal to nine desperation, uh, it applies desperation. I think I wrote this all weird. Um, if difference is greater than or equal to 10, it applies brave. They have a new skill in the C slot called C feud three. If in combat against a colorless foe disables skills of all foes, excluding foe in combat and inflicts attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance minus four on foe during combat during combat, disable skills of all colorless foes, excluding foe in combat Rounding out their kit is Moonbow as a special, Swift Sparrow 3 in the A slot, and A slash R far trace 3 in the B slot. Their harmonized skills grants uh, attack plus 6, resonance blades, and bonus doubler to unit and allies from the same titles as unit for one turn. And th So those titles are Three Houses and Sacred Stones. It's actually, if the speed is the speed, unit speed minus foe speed, is less than nine. You get the desper uh, the desperation effect, which means you can make a follow up attack before your foe can counterattack. And if it's greater than or equal to ten, 
uh, you get to attack twice, uh, which is the rave effect. Uh, but it's not an actual keyword in game. Uh, so if it's less than nine, or if it's nine or less, you get to attack all your attacks before they retaliate. If it's greater than ten, you get to guaranteed double attack. Cool. Thank thank you for that so. uh, correction. I, it's one of those things where. Uh, this is one of those instances where I, I did not uh, double check in game as well, but it is a, it is a hero I don't have, but, um, it sounds like they have a really cool weapon and, uh, they're, I don't know how, like, you know, how in, how useful it is to have, you know, disabling skills of all colorless foes. Maybe there are some specific colorless units that cause havoc. Like I know, I have very limited knowledge when it comes to like strategic skill usage and stuff, but like I know that uh-huh. uh, Duma has like that ability to basically damage everybody on the map uh, at the start of the of the game by like I think two or so damage. Yeah, and there's probably some Edelgards that you want to lock down. Does in, doesn't Beast Edelgard have a? She's colorless, right? I mean, this is kind of just the a new version of the feud skill that uh, Flavia came with last week. Oh, okay. And the feud skills are seem to be focused on uh, matching you up against someone of the same color as you. So, and there will be some effects that will be helpful from disabling those skills. I mean, and also, um, like the main thing is, if you're in a combat against a colorless foe, it disables the skills of all foes, excluding the one you're fighting. So that affects even red, green, and blue. It's if you're fighting. That specific, if you're fighting against another colorless, you two are just fighting with your own skills. Uh, I guess you get your ally skills, but they don't get their ally skills. Um, but at all times, it affects, um, you know, no matter who she's fighting, any colorless skill that might boost him. And that would include, you know, generic skills that anyone can have, like, you know, a boost to stats. You know, if someone has, if you're within. At the start of turn, if you're within, you know, or during combat, if you're within two spaces of me, you get a bonus to this. You know, if a colorless unit has something like that, that would disable that during combat for you Mm -hmm. when you're fighting someone else. So it has some effect. Yeah. Some bonuses. And it's more effective if you're fighting colorless versus colorless. Right. That's cool. No, it's it's an interesting skill for sure. I just I I I kind of wonder strategically where it would come into play, but uh, I'm sure that uh, there's there's something to it for sure. I mean, it's hard to say for for sure strategically where any skill comes into play because you don't know what you're going up against until you're in the battle. So true. But if yeah. there's like a like a meta or something that they're they that they are directly true. There might yeah. be some metas. There are some staff units that have pretty powerful. Uh, passive skills and stuff that might be useful to shut off. Now, what about the four-star hero of the banner? Yes, Manuela Silver Silver Caroler, the former star of the Middlefranc Opera House in Adrestia, has since retired and become a teacher at Garrig Mach and joins Heroes as a as the four-star focus unit on the banner and a red sword armored unit. She wields the Winter Rapier, which grants attack defense plus five. I believe this is the Winter Rapier Plus version I'm discussing. Uh, And if she is in, uh, has the kind of standard uh, standard effects for this banner, but uh, attack defense plus five if she was within two spaces of an ally. Also a bonus to attack defense equal to any penalty on that set within 
times two, with each of them being calculated separately. I believe it's similar to Arthur's, but she has two different things. She has attack defense instead of attack resistance that he has. But same idea. Um, as the four-star unit, she does not come with any new skills, but does come with Ignis, attack speed form, and special fighter. Manuela finally turns heroes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, she was uh, featured in the preview, so she was the one that had the antlers, the ears, and yes, the sword. Those, those ears that I thought were separate from the antlers were actually part of the same headband. So mm-hmm. I was right that I saw ears there. They were just deer ears to go with the antlers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, she's employing the, the armored cape that a lot of heroes actually are employing, I think, in this battle. I mean... I look at uh, Ign- Ignatz. He- his armored outfit looks even less armored than hers does. So. <laughs> it's true. He does or not as little armor as hers. Is, you know, it's just doesn't look armored at all. And yet he is considered an armored unit. They really are. They just they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. There okay. will always be an armored holiday special heroes banner. They just at this stage, like it'd be weird for them to to steer away from it. Um, so I, I double-checked. Manuela's outfit looks less armored, but her cape is a lot bigger and heavier, looking more armored. Ignatz's cape is... I'm not even sure it goes down to his back, much less. It's one of those shoulder... Yeah, one of those shoulder things. Yeah. And he's still considered an armored unit, so... Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, I mentioned that there was one fey hero in this one, and that is Mirabilis, uh Sugar Plum Vision. Marabilis is a uh, Yolsulfur from Yols. Is it the L or the J that's silent? I always forget. Um, Yolsulheimer. Yolsulheimer. She's, she's a light elf from the world of the light elves. Thank you. Yeah, that what Eddie said. And today she's making an appearance at the Winter Festival, a rather sleepy appearance. Wake up. You can't sleep in. You really can't sleep in the snow. That is that is like the first thing they teach you in Canada. It's like it might be comfy, but that is a great way to catch hypothermia. Uh, Mirabilis is a blue dagger flyer unit wielding Dream Flake, which grants resistance plus three. Now, if penalty is active on any foes within three rows or columns centered on unit, inflicts attack minus five on those foes during combat. Uh, she has a new skill in the B slot called Speed Cantrip 3, where if Sing or Dance is used, inflicts speed minus 7 on nearest foes within 4 spaces or unit through their next actions. Rounding at her kit is Whimsical Dream as an assist, Bracing Stance 3 in the A slot, and Ground Order 3 in the C slot. So this is our, yeah, this is our Fey hero that we got, our original content book 4 hero. Yep, you said she's a dagger unit. Uh, what strength is her dagger skill? So her, the strength of her dagger skill is seven. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so she's got a, a strength level seven for her dagger. Yep, and for those who don't remember, the dagger skill is a debuff on, I believe, your defenses uh, after you attack with a dagger. So Yeah, it's important to note, for sure. Um, so this character, uh, again, like... It's sort of normal for them to pull in like a like a at least one original content hero, but I'm surprised they went back to book four. Have we had book four? I guess we 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 didn't get book four uh, holiday heroes. I can't. We got some somewhere uh, throughout the year. I think uh, we got in summer. We got um, we Hold finally on. got uh, Freya along with a new version of Freya, and I 
think it was a duo hero of Sita and Plumeria. Yep. I remember so, that. We got some summer. I don't remember if they got uh, New Year's treatment last year for book four since book five had started. Yeah, we haven't had any book five special heroes off the top of my head, unless I'm forgetting some obvious ones. They usually wait till the end of the year, end of the book, to start giving you special heroes with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, the first uh, ones we got last year were, you know, or first ones we didn't get until after book four had ended. That makes sense. So, uh, looks like we did get a new year peony last year, so... Uh, with Plumeria, it looks like. Alphar Dream Duo. There might have been other New Year's... Or, sorry, Triandra was with her, not Plumeria. So I think Sita had Plumeria for summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, maybe this year's New Year's Heroes will be Book 5-focused, so that we have that to to look forward to. Well, I, we won't know for sure until uh, we get to close to the New Year, but um, we have one last hero, which is the Tempest Trials hero, and that's uh, Ignatz, right? Ignatz is our Tempest Trial Unit's No Escape Artist. The final student from Three Houses joins Faye as Ignatz from the Golden Deer joins here on the Tempest Trial. A child of merchants who feels guilt and responsibility for the death of Raphael's parents. The Raphael does not blame Ignatz or his parents. Um, this young artist joins Faye as a colorless bow armored unit. He wields the Tannin Bow Plus, which, like all bows, is effective against flyers and has this year's Christmas effect. For the same thing that Manuela has, attack defense plus five and uh, two times the penalty to attack, uh, two times any penalties to attack defense um, on them. As a Tempest unit, he does not have any new skills, but does come with rally attack speed, speed defense form, and defense tactic. So a defensive focused unit for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool because like that's how I like to use my armored units is kind of like park them at the edge and just have them take the hit. So if he's a defensive yep. styled hero, like that works out really well for the way I use my armored units. Although it's been a while since I've gone in and kind of like set up my teams with that focus. I think my, I think my main team needs to be revisited because it's still like original. Maybe it's brave Hector and like brave Edelgard Either way. Oh, and Alti- uh, Mythic Altina. It needs to be revisited, for sure. I'm not going to maybe look at Ignatz as replacing those characters, but it's just reminding me I need to <laughs> I need to update that. Um, my teams work for, for what I, how I play the game, but uh, which is which is not very competitively. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think... So here's the thing about Ignatz. So he is still the one Fire Emblem Three Houses student that we don't have a normal... Well, there's a handful of other students we don't have normal versions Oh, of. right, right. He was the only student who didn't have any version. Uh, right. As I mentioned in Discord, I believe... Um, oh, what's his name? Brooding Cranky Guy. Felix is a Christmas-only unit uh, from last year. Um, Leon, uh, yeah, Leone has only the summer version of herself. Uh, so... There's a handful. I think Raphael only has the um, special version that we got last January for the uh, Plagia version. So there's a number of, uh, you know, Three Houses students who do not have a um, normal version, but do have a special version. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's nice to see that uh, I think this is 
So now we have Ignatz as a at least a special hero. Yes, Ignatz was the last student, especially with the um, addition of the uh, Abyss units, the Wolves, uh, yeah, the Abyss units, uh, was the only student who was not in-game yet, in Faye yet. Right. So he is finally here. Yeah. Do you think we get uh, War Act Three Houses characters in 2022, like outside of the Brave versions that we've already got? Maybe. It depends on if they're determined to uh, give you normal versions of all the students or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they could. Th- they've finally given all the students to they and anyone else other than maybe Cyril uh, doesn't have a difference between normal and war act. So they could theoretically start in on the war act or they could postpone it until uh, they get those last two or three banners with the students who don't have a you know, normal version in their outfit, in their uh, Garrig Mach uniforms. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't know every Fire Emblem hero that hasn't been included yet, but at the end of the day, it feels like without a new Fire Emblem game coming out, I, I feel like you have to start looking at the War Act uh, of Three Houses because those heroes are different. I mean, they could postpone it. They've postponed a lot of heroes that, you know, maybe some people thought they should have been here by now. Um, I mean... Until they announce another Fire Emblem game, there's no giant rush. I mean, it'd be nice, but it's getting further and further away from the game. But, you know, there's, there's, it's not like they're getting ready to, you know, start shifting out the every two months uh, uh, three houses banner for, you know, four houses or ten houses or whatever the next Fire Emblem game is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... Who knows? But yeah, it would be nice for them to start getting into them. But also, you know, there is some character who, you know, say Leone or Ignatz or Raphael or Felix are their favorite characters. And they want a, you know, version they can have an easier time trying to plus 10 other than waiting for them to pop up in a special hero revival or the uh, double special hero banner. So not to mention, although Leone, like um, Ignatz, is a Tempest Trial unit. So those ones aren't even popping up. You can spend your grails on them though. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see what next year brings for the game. I mean, heading into its sixth year. So Spe- speaking of what next year brings for the game, uh, it seems to be that every new year's banner is where we first get a uh, look at um, special heroes for the previous book. So who do you think is going to be on this year's book uh, five new year's units? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, I'm guessing Reagan because we got Peony, and I think the previous year we did get um, uh, what's her name, Air, New Year's Air. So yeah, Reagan for sure, for sure. Think she's gonna be a double hero with Fenrir, maybe. Although, like good guy and bad guy, I mean that could be tough. But mm. well, Triandra was technically a bad guy and was good guy bad guy last year for true Peony and Triandra. So I and. I don't know. You know, Reagan and Fenrir before he went went crazy and went evil had kind of a similar relationship to Triandra and Peony. That's true. So it could work. I think you're right. Uh I think we definitely get um one of the sisters like the eagle. You think maybe we'll get both of them as a New Year's? They'll be the duo? Maybe. That would be I almost feel like a lot. Um <laughs> but <laughs> Like, you know, I think, uh, I think one of them at the very least, but yeah, that would make a really cool duo hero. I think that you could have a lot of fun with that. 
Um, I I don't know if they go if they bring in Itri. I mean, they just had her. Like maybe maybe they go even further and like do a, a like a Thor or a Loki. I don't know. I mean, they it that one's a tougher sell. Thor Loki is less likely mm-hmm. until they are actual active. I mean, Loki's already been active, but more active in they're the ones we're actually fighting type thing. I don't think we'll see them as special heroes before then. No. Yeah, but I think that's a good that's a good chunk. Like I think definitely Ragan, one of the sisters from like what was it? It was either Dagger or I'm just hoping not for for no more Uther. I'm sure we'll eventually have to deal with him again, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good that's that's definitely something to look forward to in the new year and you're right. They will have book they'll definitely have book 5 heroes in the new year's section, so look forward to that. Um, before we end the show, uh, for the year, I did want to say that, uh, yes, we'll be back in the new year with, um, our, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors special discussions for Game Club. Um, we have at least two more discussions we want to have with the first one being Shadow Dragon characters plus Lin, um, looking at chapters 14 to the end game. And then we wanted to have, uh, another discussion of sort of like wrapping up Fire Emblem Warriors offering our thoughts and feelings and um, just having a general space to chat about whatever comes to our mind with the game that didn't quite fit into um, the structured discussions. So look forward to that. Um, For Extra Life, as I mentioned, we are doing our Extra Life campaign for at least another couple weeks. The closing of those donations happens on December 31st. You can go to bit.ly slash Extra Life Ryan to donate. Remember, it's $10 per game vote, and they do stack. And as a special bonus, if Summoner's Call listeners raise over $200, we will also do a game club of Tokyo Mirage sessions. And uh, a couple things that are important to note, we are $85 away from doing a Tokyo Mirage sessions game club in 2022. So it's anybody's game. Looking at that, it'll be a lot of fun, and we're looking forward to it. So 85 bucks that's how close we are. Thanks to Summoner's Call fan for uh, taking us $25 closer. And uh, we have we have no votes right now for a proper game club uh, from Extra Life. So if you want to vote for your favorite game, really just it's anybody's game. We don't have a single vote sort of captured, but we do have donations that are going towards Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So um, it is looking likely like we'll play Tokyo Mirage Sessions in 2022, Eddie. It's looking likely, yeah. Yeah, we will see. We will see. Only a couple weeks left, and again, all your donations go to charity. A hundred percent of your donation goes to Sick Kids, which is a Children's Miracle Network hospital in Toronto, Canada. And you can go to bit.ly/extra-life-ryan to donate. So you have a couple more weeks, and we do really appreciate all the support, whether you're donating or listening or sharing, whatever. It it helps the show. It helps the campaign. We really do appreciate it. And um, yeah. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Seen a few new faces in there lately, so it's always nice to have new people to chat about Fire Emblem with. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforce.net or go to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of 2021 and happy summoning.